Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Moving Into the Future. Today, we are joined by Steven Seligson from Malloy Moving and Story, an advanced group company. Steven, thank you for joining us. How are you? Glad to be here. Me too. I'm glad to have you. You're such a great guy. I've known you now for three years since I moved here. I think one of the first people I actually talked to. Didn't I think I moved you, actually, didn't I? You did move me. That's what it was. Yeah, you had moved me. And um, yeah, we had talked and we had got to know each other. Talked a little bit about my experience in residential. Um, so today we're going to have a conversation about residential moving and what we do here at the Advanced Group with Malloy Moving and Storage. Uh, it is the season. Right now is when it really picks up. Um, so yeah, excited to talk about it. How's it been so far this year? Um, it's a strange year because of the interest rate environment, although I will tell you that in the last couple of weeks, it's really started to pick up. I talk to realtors all the time, and they tell me that the inventory is the biggest problem, and houses, especially here in Long Island and in New Jersey, are going for over-asking. So there, there are bidding wars, it's just not as many people that want to move. Right, and yeah, and see, it was um, it was the thought that with the interest rates rising that would lower the the housing costs but it, it hasn't at all so yeah and, and i think quite honestly i think the reason why is because places like florida have gotten so expensive mm -hmm. that people from long island and new jersey and new york city don't necessarily can't afford to move to florida like they were three or four years ago right so that's changed things a lot exactly and we'll get into that as far as moving into the for uh, into florida with our acquisition of, of Sorensen. right and we'll talk about that but with it being the busy season and, and from my experience in residential moving this is when it really gets going once once may hits the weather starts getting a little bit nicer this is when you start to see a lot more uh movement correct yep one of the things about residential moving though and one of the things we do well at malloy moving and part of the mayflower uh Van line family is to protect against you know some of the things that you see as far as the scams and the and the misleading promises. That's a big thing in in residential moving because I think what happens often is people always look for the cheapest option. They've already spent a significant amount of money um, throughout the home buying process, whether it's you know the mortgage and the lawyers and whatever else it may be. There's a lot of money being spent, and they think for some reason they can save some money with the move and there are moving companies out there that prey on that and they, and they, and they think that, and then, you know, absolutely. You know, it, it what you're saying is actually just reminds me of a, a really funny story that I had from, from one of our, uh, one of our shippers that were moving, our customers that were moving. And that is we were doing a walkthrough in this very beautiful apartment and the guy had a Picasso on the wall and he said, this is my pride and joy. This is a $25,000 Picasso. I want to protect it. I want to make sure it's perfect. It's got to be protected. I said, great. I said, well, we're going to need to build a wooden crate for it to protect it and make sure that nothing happens because it's important and we only will crate it. So he says, well, how much does a crate cost? I said, well, it's probably about $250. He looks at me and says, I'm not paying $250 for a crate. I, I said, you just told me that this is your right. pride and joy, right. but you don't want to pay $250 for the crate. Needless to say, I, I said I'm not going to do the move unless we can we can do it the right way, and that's the only way we do things. Yep, exactly. And that's a, the, and that's the the most important part when you are consulting with a client is to explain to them why you are paying this amount. You know why it costs this much. Correct. And that and that was the thing was re residential moving. There might be ways to find different areas you could save money in, whether it's packing 
or you know liquidating some furniture doing a cost analysis of some of the items that you have and understanding is it really worth moving but there's people out there who will basically what goes on now too is essentially if you go onto a website and you put your information into any moving website like it could be mayflower it could be malloy it could be any of the competitors you put that information in there and then it goes into a database and then you start getting roasted and and just pelted with moving calls. So I could explain that. Yeah. So um, there are what we call lead aggregators out there right. that basically advertise on the internet um, for move, get your moving quote here, get 10 quotes. Right. So what they do is they go ahead and they um, have those forms out there. They pay, they pay for advertising for those forms. And then once a consumer hits their name in there, it gets sold to a lot of these second tier, mm-hmm. uh, second tier moving companies that will just bombard the customer with a lot of pressure and a lot of a lot of bad tactics to try to get them to do the move. A lot of brokers as well. So it's it's real bad and it's worse now than ever. Yeah. Can you talk more about that? Sure. So. Um, so, okay, so a, a consumer goes on to the website, fills out a form, the uh, mover then, or, or it, it gets sold, as I mentioned before, and then they get bombarded with these calls. They, these companies that are buying these leads are often, um, they're often brokers. So I want to, uh, I'll, I'll touch base if it's okay about what a broker is. So um, a broker in the moving industry is real bad news, all right? What a broker is, is it's a guy that does not own a truck, does not have any he does not have any authority, although some of them do get get licensed. It's it's the craziest thing that, that the federal government will allow it. And we could talk in a little bit about how a, a consumer can protect themselves. But what would happen is the broker will then give an estimate for the move, all right? And usually it's a phone estimate or a video estimate, more often than not, just a phone estimate. Then they tell the consumer, Mrs., Mr. and Mrs. Consumer, we're going to require a 10% deposit or a 15% deposit. So the consumer says, "Great, the numbers look great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay the deposit." They pay the deposit. It's a non-refundable deposit. The broker takes that money, puts it in his pocket. That's his payday. Mm-hmm. So now he says, "Okay, well, what am I gonna do about this? How am I going to, um, you know, service this move?" So he goes to what we call a load board or an independent mover or a guy with a truck that doesn't even have any experience. Those guys show up at the house. Well, there's a couple of things. One is they don't show up because they've gotten a better offer and a better right, job. Right. So now the consumer is is all ready to go, but no one shows up. But once again, the broker's got his money. Yep. Um, secondly, is they take um, they do show up, and then the bro- the 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 crew, who's once again inexperienced, non licensed crew, mm-hmm. not you know doesn't even have the right equipment. Background checks, none of that stuff. No background checks, no drug tested, no training, right. um, maybe no certificate of insurance or COI for the building. Um, so maybe the building doesn't let him in or he doesn't have enough coverage. But now, but now the guy shows up and let's just say he is allowed to go in the building. He walks through and he looks and says, there's way more stuff here. Right. Um, you need to give me more money. Mm-hmm. You need to give me more money now or I'm going to walk. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that's scenario one. Scenario two is he shows up, he loads everything in the house, then he takes the items and drives to Florida, Chicago, wherever the, the consumer's going, and says, all right, well, this was more than I thought. Yep. I'm not going to deliver your items until you pay me more. Now the consumer is stuck, um, and they have no choice but to pay more, or 
third scenario is they put it in a warehouse someplace that is unknown to the consumer. And then once again, the consumer is, is stuck. They have no choice but to pay to pay the money. It is incredibly sad. Um, it, it, it's, it's awful. And it happens far more than you would think. It happens all the time. Um, I just got a call from someone the other day that um, that they uh, they paid a deposit and actually they filled out a form on our website about getting an estimate for a move. So I called them back and then they said, yeah, you know, you could tell right away that they were very, very skeptical and everything. And, uh, and I said, well, listen, I said, I'm happy to give you an estimate, whatever you do. And I tell people all the time, do not give the mover a deposit. Mm -hmm. And if anyone could take one thing out of this podcast, yep. do not give the mover a deposit. Never. Never. Um, so, you know, first she had her guard up and was very concerned. And, and she said, yeah, I just lost $1,600. And, and I said, you know, I, I, of course, gave her some advice on how to try to get that money back. And there are a lot of things that, that a consumer can do. Um, and then we talked about what, what we can do for her. You know, of course, our price is going to be more. Because once again, we're not a broker or a high quality mover. We have valuation in our moves and everything else. So anyway, long story short, she was screwed by this guy. We are working with her now to help her with her with getting her move done. Um, and she unfortunately learned the hard way. Sometimes the credit card companies will not even give the money back. Yep, with the fraud and stuff like the that. Fraud. Yeah, and that's the thing too. The moving process in itself is very stressful. Correct. It's you're uplifting your life and whether you're moving down the street or to another state, it's it's a lot. And it's 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 a cumbersome activity and process to go through. Correct. So when you put your trust into somebody who you think is gonna take care of you and make sure ease that stress in some sense, and then they make more stress, it only causes more anxiety and and really just a, a terrible, terrible experience. I feel I feel so horrible when I hear it happen to people. Um, and you know, I'm lucky that I've, I've never had to been a part of, of something like that. But I remember when I first got into residential moving 10 years ago, that was the big thing is you should never be paying a deposit Correct. to a mover before they step on site. And that's another thing that people should identify when they're going through the quoting process and, 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 you know, putting together different bids for their move is look at the quality of people who are going through that estimating process with you. Correct. What type of questions are they asking? What type of advice are they giving? Um, as far as providing a, a, a timeline, you know, upfront, and, and how is this going to look for you? That should be taken into consideration because if, if somebody's just, you know, putting in some information online and then even if they're just getting an email back or a, or a quick phone call back and maybe some qualifying questions and then putting a quote out there, that's not the type of, uh, of experience you would want. You know, let's say you're, uh, you're going to, you know, a, a doctor or something like that. You don't, you don't want a doctor who's going to, uh, give you his, his opinion over the phone. You want somebody. You, you don't want to go to a board certified doctor. Right. You're not going to go to, and you're not going to just go to some guy you find on the internet. You're going to ask friends and relatives and referrals and, and other things. Let me tell you about some of the things that a consumer can do to protect themselves. One thing is there's a government website. It's called protectyourmove.gov. Okay, very good website. It, you can search for your mover to see if that mover is is a vetted mover by the government. Wow. Okay, it's it's a very good site. It also has a lot of tips and if also if you get scammed. That's one thing. The next thing is 
um, your local moving authority. Now, I happen to be on the board of LIMSA, which is the Long Island Moving and Storage Association. Any mover that that is on Long Island um, that is a reputable mover is going to be on that organization. We will not let a mover in that's not reputable, that's not licensed, it's not insured, and everything else. So LIMSA is another place. It's, it's LIMSA.org. Um, in New Jersey, there's a website, which we're, I'm also a member of, which is called New Jersey Movers, njmovers.com. Also, in New Jersey, you could check out your mover there, too. Um, the other things, there's a couple other things which I always tell consumers. If you want to see if a moving company is real, Google their corporate address. Mm. I can't tell you how many times if you Google their address, mm. you will see a house in the middle of a shady area. Um, and there's no trucks in the lot, there's no parking lot, it's just a house. Well, if that's not a red flag, I don't know what is. Um, another thing is, look, where if the mover is located in Montana and they're booking your move in New York, well, that's, a, that's another thing. Um, also, by the way, on the Protect Your Move, you can see how many trucks the moving company oh, really? has. Wow, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so you can know if they're real. Um, by, by knowing how many trucks. If they have one truck and they're going to be picking you up from Montana to from New York to go to Florida, there's something wrong with that. Um, so very important. The other thing that you can do is, um, so we talked about Google reviews, right? Look at Google reviews, very important. You can see, you know, no one's going to get all five stars. If they have all five stars, that's actually a red flag. Yeah, it is. Especially in moving. In, especially in moving. Don't forget, people complain when they're un... People write of you most often when they're unhappy right. versus when they're happy. So, you know, you want, you want to go for a mover that's got, you know, four stars is, is a great number. Three and a half if the, if the reviews look legitimate. Yeah, even in the last like you know year, if those re reviews have increased or have been become more stable to the four or five star range, that's something I look for. Uh, again, we've been in business for you know over fifty years. How long have you been doing residential moving? Uh, I've been here for about eight years. Okay, eight years. So, and <laughs> when I started, I knew nothing about the industry, <laughs> and the guy who um, the guy was running the show at the time. Basically said, here's my desk. I'm going to play golf for two weeks. Figure it out. And so a lot of it was self-taught and experience. And I've got a lot of experience in it, Jack. I said, okay, me too. That was the same with me. That self-taught and residential moving is not easy. No, it's baptism by fire. It really is. You gotta you gotta learn by failing a lot. Um, so I've been there. Um, but you mentioned uh, on protectormove.gov. Yep. Uh, they count how many trucks you have there, and the advanced group. Uh, family of companies just acquired a significant amount of trucks uh, through Sorensen uh, in Florida, which we talked right. about last time with KJ. What's that mean to you? I mean, from a residential moving standpoint. Well, it is jackpot. Honestly, it it is the most exciting thing that's happened in my career since I've been in the moving industry. Um, we we have always had an incredibly good name in the New York, New Jersey area for Illinois moving. It, it's been great. Um, what this does for us is we used to, we used to have about eight or nine over the road drivers, which is the long haul drivers. Right. Um, we now have about, I, I think the number is about 24 or so, uh, over the road drivers. What this really means is, is we are servicing not over a hundred percent of our shipments, which means we have co complete control of everything. We, we know the drivers, we know that they're trained, we know who their labor is, we know who their crews are, we can call them up and say, hey, when is this gonna be there? 
we can go out of our way for customers better than ever before. And how unusual is that in residential moving? Well, um, there's a, a, a world, a, a nationwide driver shortage. Um, so now it is, it is very unusual to be as powerful now as we are because um, there's just not as many truckers on the road. Mm -hmm. So we rely on the system, which is a good system to, to service the work. Now we have way more control over it, and, and we really can do a great job for our clients. So from a quality service standpoint, there's not many other companies out there who can do it like Malloy, and that's not even like a marketing pitch. That's just a fact. Yeah, that, that is just a fact. And, and that's Malloy Mayflower because, once again, when we're going across state lines right. under the Mayflower name. Mayflower. Right. Can you tell me the difference between Malloy and Mayflower? Sure. Is there a difference? Yes, there is, and this is a question I get asked all the time because when we say, you know, we're, we answer the phone, Malloy, Malloy moving Mayflower, and people say, well, I thought you're Mayflower. Mm -hmm. And I explain to people, Mayflower does not own a moving truck on their own. Right. So Mayflower is a cooperative, and by the way, it's part of the United Mayflower Group. It's The parent company is called Unigroup. Um, Mayflower does not own a, a truck on their own. They have about 600 agents throughout the country that that all, like us, own own the trucks. Now, what happens is um, if I'm going to, let's say, um, New Mexico and I don't have one of my drivers going to New Mexico, I can rely on my system because they have the New Mexico agent may have a crew up in New York. Yep. Okay. So um, what, that's, that's what's called a van line. And we are the largest van line in the country. Um, Mayflower is. May, well, Mayflower United, United Union right, combined. Right. Okay? Right. So in, in terms of a consumer, um, you want to go with the big dogs. <laughs> it's bot bottom line. Um, it's it's important that that we that they understand that. Yeah, and especially if it's if it's a family, you know, and it's like a, a four or five plus bedroom house, uh, and you have a lot of assets. You know, there's no way to do that move cheap. If you're moving your family, and even if you're not, you know, if you're if you're in the in the stage of your life where you own, I think that's a good threshold. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to correct you on that one. Okay. Um, we have programs for small one bedroom apartment moves. Didn't know that. That are better than any, any system, any mover in the country. Whereas I can move a one bedroom thousand square foot apartment or less from here to the most remote area of the country where nobody else can do that. We have systems in place to do that. Um, we have a program called snap moves which is, it's a containerized program. You know, to the consumer, it's it's somewhat transparent, but basically the difference is, is we containerize the shipments in their own container. We may ship it rail, we may ship it common carrier to another agent in our system in that destination location, and then it gets brought to their home in that container. So um, large moves, small moves, we have the answer for everything. Interesting, I didn't know that. Yeah. Snap moves? Snap moves. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah. good to know. Yeah. And so so you can do um, each snap move is you get $10,000 of valuation coverage. Which and you create, which is great. And zero deductible, 100% replacement value. Really? Jack, when I tell you one of the differences, nobody has valuation like that. And we, we were talking about scams before. Let's talk about this one. So consumer goes and looks at a moving company and they, you know, usually consumers say, am I covered with insurance? First of all, no mover has insurance. That's right. It's called valuation. You learn that early too when you're in the residential <laughs> days. We're not allowed to say insurance. We're not an insurance company. Mm -hmm. So with valuation coverage, um, the government 
requires everyone that has a every license mover carries what we call sixty cents per pound per yep. article. Basic. Ba- when I say basic, it's it's less than basic. Right. You know, if you think about your sofa that weighs that that weighs I don't know what is so three hundred pounds, three hundred pounds, three hundred times sixty. Uh, it's it's nothing. It's six pennies on a dollar. Pennies on literally. But to the consumer, the the moving company can say, "Oh yeah, you're covered. You you you're fu- you're fully covered." Right. They don't read the fine print that says sixty cents a pound. Very important. So Mayflower um, only has zero deductible, hundred percent replacement value, which means, and not that I'm encouraging this, but if you have a if you have that pen that's on your uh, it's on your table that's broken, you could file a claim for that pen and you're covered. I wouldn't encourage that. Either. I, I would not encourage that. But, but but let's think of something you know more more sentimental or valuable. If they have a desk, yeah, um, and uh, you know that gets that gets dinged in a move. Yep, um, that's fully covered, fully, co- fully covered, and included in the move price upfront. Correct. Very important to know. Very important. Uh, we also have another program. Um, if you'll just indulge me for oh, a second. please go. Um, I'm learning today. <laughs> there you go. We have this program that is so unique in the industry that nobody else has it. Um, it's called our value-added package. Um, and I'm, once again, this is not trying to be a sales pitch. I move my oh, parents. Yeah, let the people know. Right? I, I do. I moved my parents to Florida. I would not do a move without this this package. And it's called value. value it's called the, the Mayflower On Point Value-added Package. Okay. It's, it's $199 added to the cost of the move. Okay. It covers three major important things. It covers mechanical breakdown. Okay. What is mechanical breakdown? Well, I tell people anything with a plug is considered mechanical breakdown. Your TV, your microwave, your toaster oven. Oh, wow. If you were to get to your home, right, and the box is not damaged on that TV, there's no physical damage, you go to plug in that TV and it, you have a sound and no picture. All right. And so you say, great, I'm covered. I go to file a claim. Awesome. Well, your claim will be denied because it's called inherent vice. Mm-hmm. The movers didn't know that it wasn't working before. They, no one could prove it. They're going to deny it. Okay. With this 199 package, no matter what, no questions asked, if anything with a plug is damaged, any, any mechanical breakdown, it's covered. Mm-hmm. Okay. No matter what. It's huge. Huge. Um, for the same 199 the second really great thing it has is it has what we call pairs and sets. Okay. If we have um, a, a sofa and love seat that's matching, and for some reason something happens, and we tell we tell all customers don't bring any liquids in the truck. Yeah. That's to say they they don't they break the rules and they cleaning supplies they they hide them in cleaning a supplies. Yep. yep. And they break the rules and there's a bottle of bleach that gets all over the couch. Yep. The couch is destroyed. Yep. Well, you would get coverage on the couch, but now the couch and the love seat don't match, right? With with our value added package, pairs and sets, you'd get a brand new set. Couch, love seat, sofa, whatever it is, all matching. So that is completely covered. It's not just the sofa. Now it's everything. Wow. It's huge, huge. Um, when no one else does this. Oh. Um, the other thing that it covers is acts of God, right? Yeah. And once again, difference between insurance and valuation, okay? If the truck, if we're moving someone in the middle of the winter, um, and it, the, there's ice on the road, and the truck goes over, and it's a it's a total loss, God forbid, please let that never happen. Um, you may have a harder time getting coverage because that's considered an act of God. Mm-hmm. Okay, in with this package, you're fully covered. Wow, All right? And then it, it even has some other things. You get a, a 
one year of um, identity theft protection included in it, which is, is there. You get what? Who is this through? It's through it's it's, it's through Unigroup Mayfair. Wow. Yep. Wow. It's it's incredible. You get um, identity theft protection for a year. You know, if you think about um, what's that company? Uh, I forgot the name of it. The identity protection company, LifeLock. Oh yeah. If you if you want to get LifeLock, it's twenty five dollars a month. Yeah. For, you know, this, so you, this is included. This is included. Okay. Very good. So you get that. You get identity theft protection. You also get a what they call claims assist. I call it claims concierge. You get someone Which is that very important because I know people who've gone through that claims process and you know. They get left out to dry. Not a lawyer or right. Mayflower, but um, in the past, just people have told me. Correct. You know, they they issue a claim, and um, they, they they get like left on hold. Correct. So this claims assist is like your own personal claims concierge person that will walk you through every part of it, including coming down to the house to fill out the claim form for you. Wow, really? Mm -hmm. That's incredible. Yep, it, it's great. And again, it's it's just the common adage: you get what you pay for. And if you're if you have it in your budget to pay that extra two hundred dollars, which really is is not a, a a lot of money. It's not a lot of money. You're you're gonna get so much for that value, and that's the important thing to look at: is what is the value of what I'm paying for for this move? Is it going to make my life easier throughout this process? Is it gonna reduce my stress? Am I working with somebody who I trust? And even though I probably just met this person, or they referred to me, which helps a lot. You know, are they going to make sure I'm taken care of? Right. And that's, I think, something that we do between both Malloy and Sorensen incredibly well. And then on top of that, the Mayflower and Unigroup system is simply the best in the world. It's it's not even, there's, not there's even no an argument. And and as I said, it's, you know, if you, to your point, people's homes are the most important thing to them. 100%. It, and all of their assets. It's all their personal items, their, 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 their cherished memories, their photos, their... They're, they're, you know, everything is going into a truck in our care. Think about that. Think about everything you own is going to be in my care. And it starts with you because it's not just the truck. It's the movers. It's the drivers. It's all of the people in between. And that's where having a, a trusted, either refer, referred or vetted move consultant who's been doing it for eight years now, right. you know, to trust. And, and obviously I know you, you know, there's, there's not a better guy to trust. Um, so that's why it's, it's just so imperative to do that process. Getting back to the scams, I have to tell a story and I hope we can clip this because this will be good for social media. But um, my sister moved one bedroom apartment rental. She was probably 25 at the time. And I was in the industry. Um, and she asked, she's like, Jack, how can I do this move as cheap as possible? And I really didn't know any better at this point. I was like, if you want to do it as cheap as possible, I was like, just go on Craigslist and find somebody to do it there. And she did. And this is why the acts of God and, and mechanical, when you said mechanical uh, issues or, or what was it? Mechanical exactly? breakdown. Mechanical breakdown. I thought you meant on the truck. And what had happened was, is these guys came, loaded all of her stuff. I was there. Um... And I, I saw him do everything. It was fine, whatever. I go to her new apartment to meet him there, and they're not showing up. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? They're not answering the phone, all this jazz. My sister gets a call. They had broken down, like an axle broke or something like that, or they got a flat, something along those lines. They don't get there uh, for another, like, two hours. And at this point, I had gone back to where they crashed or got in the accident to meet them there, and, but they had gotten to my sister's. So they get to my sisters, my sisters there, 
And they're like, well, we want you to pay for the, the lost hours there. And my sister's like, I'm not doing that. I know. And uh, they take out all of her stuff, ask for more money. They say no, and they leave. And my sister is not exactly the most calm person. So she loses it, gets all upset. I go there, all of her stuff, five-story walk-up. I go into big brother mode, and I lug it all <laughs> up five floors. So I told her after that, I was like, from now on, we're not doing this cheap anymore. And I think everybody comes to that conclusion at some point in their life. And it would just be far better if you pay the extra. Typically on these, you know, cheap movers, we're probably what, like 20, 30% more? Well, if it's 20 or 30% more, that, you know, there is certainly a swing in the industry for that, you know, and we're not too much more than that. Right. A legitimate mover. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Because um, there are some, you know, I would say tier two movers yeah. that are that may be legitimate, but just may not be that good. Right. Right. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna one up your story for a yeah, minute. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> um, and this is probably one of the one of the saddest stories I've had in our industry. Um, it was last summer. It was Friday at about four thirty in the afternoon. It was probably mid July. It was a rainy, cold, uh, not typical weather. Um, Friday afternoon for the summer, I get a call from a woman who's in, in real distress and she's crying and she says, you got to help me. I said, what happened? She said, the movers came to my house. They brought everything that I own, put it on my front lawn, demanded more money. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and, and weren't, weren't going to, um, finish this job until they got more money. They left. My stuff is sitting on the front lawn. What can I do? In the rain. In the rain. In the rain. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, at that point in time, I, I called every friend in the industry that I have to try to see what we can do. But, you know, at, at Friday at five, at, at, you know, five, six o'clock in the summer, these guys are either still working or, or they're exhausted because they worked like crazy. Um, especially in July. Especially in July. So her stuff sat there, and this is her prized possession. This is her mm -hmm. family. This mm -hmm. is her or thing. Her her pictures, her albums, you know, everything that she ever owned is sitting on her front lawn in in Nassau County. Ah. You know, in the rain. It, it, you know, you want to just melt. Right. And uh, turns out, I, I I ended up looking up our name, and sure enough, you know, we did give them an estimate at one point, and they went with the cheaper guy. Yep. You know. Um, and there's not much you can do at that point. Obviously, you want to get a crew there or something like that, but it's you know it's tough to just pull that, you know, out of thin air when when crews are, uh, you know, scheduled and, and on jobs yeah. and in the middle of it. Especially again, that's peak season, so it's it's very difficult. It's, it's like great. going to the airport, you know, and trying to catch a flight on Christmas. Yep. Um, so it's very difficult. That's very sad to hear. And, and you know, that's again when I was doing residential moving. I told people, I was like, listen, it might be more expensive. Uh, you know, there, there, there might be a lot of variables at play there, but there's going to be few, very few people who care more about making sure this move goes well. That's all I care and, about doing. And by the, by the way, Jack, we're not talking a, a lot more expensive no, either. No. And the other thing is, you know, you know, people are selling their homes. You know, they're, they're walking away selling their homes for, you know, for three, four, five million dollars. You know, and and then they're going to want to, you know, hire a, a, a the, the cheap mover. It doesn't make sense. Well, it's the it's the misconception of moving, 
and we talk about it all the time on this podcast, is just the sense that there's no craft to it. It's just, I need guys to pick my stuff up and get it from one place to another. But there's far more than that. And again, people don't realize that until it's too late. Moving is, someone told me this once and I, I really believe it. Just, just as you have, you know, electricians, plumbers. Of course. This is a trade. Of course. Moving is a trade. And honestly, it is the hardest work someone could ever do. Think about, it. you mentioned your sister's place. Walking up five flights of stairs in 95 degree weather with, with the humidity. These guys are working hard like you would not believe. And, and I'll ask the consumers, whoever's listening to this, make sure you give these guys water, offer oh, them yeah. water. Uh, people, people have asked, our, you know, unfortunately, you see the best and worst in people. Mm -hmm. You hear stories where they won't even offer them a glass of water. Um, especially during the summer. You know, offer them a glass of water. Tip them, you know? Right. You know, just as you're going to tell just as, and we, we're in a world now where everything is tips, and you go to Burger King, and you're going to hit the, you turn know. Turn that damn thing around wherever you're going. Anywhere. You know, tip your drivers, right? right. I mean, tip your crews, rather. These these guys work hard. They're the hardest working people in the world. And nowadays, too, just so we're clear on this, because I get this question sometimes, it's usually 20% of the total move cost, right? Uh, you know what? I I I tell people a, a, a an average tip today is about seventy five dollars per man per day. Okay. Um. So I, you know, I, I don't know about the percentage because it really depends on yeah. so many different factors. Yeah. But okay. you know, I, I think that's a good number. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I always tell people, and someone did this to me a long time ago, and I think it's the greatest thing ever. The consumer, when you when you get there, when the crews get there. You give them something. Give them, give oh, them that, the yeah, tip. right. You know, and say, hey, I told people that too. Say to the crew, hey, listen, guys, yeah. I have something waiting for them. Yeah. You know, like, you know, either whether it's breakfast, donuts, you know, whatever, Gatorades. Yeah. Uh, have the get off to that good start yeah. is huge. You give them half the tip and then, and then tell them, hey, when you're done, you get the other half. Right. Exactly. You have a small idea how hard I'm going to work. Really. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And it's the small gestures. And, and again, that's the thing. It's the small attention to detail. It's it's the small things that we do to go above and beyond in order to to make sure that that these clients are are properly serviced yep. through this process. Because again, it can turn a what should be two week process at the most for for an interstate move, give or take, mm -hmm. um, into a far longer process. If you need to go through, you know, just a horrible claims process, and and all of those things are. Or even if you don't go through the claims process, and then you have to find other ways to um, find new furniture, or, oh, or it's all—it's the worst. It's the worst. I wanted to talk about too uh, to switch gears a little bit, as far as corporate moving mm -hmm. and uh, what we're trying to build and, and the power that we possess now with our acquisition of Sorensen. Mm -hmm. um, you know, between it's called the Eastern Corridor, uh, New York even up to Boston and, and, and Maine, but from uh, from New York to Florida, there's a lot of potential there to, to relocate employees and, and things like so that. Let's, let's talk about that. And, and I, I, I tell every one of our advanced people that behind every, cor every office move and every commercial move, there is a, res a residence behind there and an employee that has to move. Mm -hmm. we, we are... Um, being being part of Unigroup and once again United Mayflower, the whole system, we are the most the most powerful mover in the United States. When I say powerful, meaning we have more trucks than any other moving company, 
probably by a factor of three. And I'm just pulling that out. So I don't know if that's a real number, but let's just say it's a factor of three. So if if we're we're working with the company, we can come up with an employee relocation package to help to help not only their company move, but help their employees move. Whether it's and some companies give what we call lump sum, where they tell every employee here you have ten thousand dollars to do the move, and you know, or we can work with an RMC to get them to sell their house, get them to do a complete relocation. What's package. an RMC? Uh, I'm sorry, relocation management company. Um, so what happens is corporations will hire an RMC to not only do the moving part, but to sometimes buy the home from the employee, sell the home, um, a full re- relocation package, including you know finding finding the right neighborhood in the in the new place for the for the employee to relocate, schools, uh, you name it, yep, grocery shopping, all that stuff, entertainment. entertainment. Yeah, Correct. it's a, and that's a real nice uh, service that you can offer. When I was at Indeed, I tried to take that over uh, for for our employees. Um, just because my job had become a little too, uh, not simple, but automated, if you will. Yep. And um, I had gone to HR and said, I come from a, a residential moving background. You know, I'd love to take that over for employees and didn't get very far. But uh, I know what it's like internally at a company to have to manage that process. And typically it is falling under HR and, and that division. Correct. And um, if you can create a really full concierge like process to get through that it it makes the employee experience you know, we were talking about before as far as like tipping your drivers or yep. your, your movers up front if you can set your employees up before they even get to this new destination they're going to work that much harder at their job right. if you do it right if you don't and you, you leave it up to them you give them that stipend that ten thousand dollars you have no idea it's it's out of your control now you just gave your employee ten thousand dollars and said you know, good luck with this. That's a risky move. And the employee, going back to the scams, is going to say, what I'm saying. "Yeah, well, I want to save as much as money as we I'm can with put, this. I'm going to put two thousand. I'm going to pay the mover two thousand. I'm going to put eight thousand in my pocket and make some money." And not only that, but a lot of times those stipends come with like that. Also includes airfare. That includes hotels right. while you're waiting for your moving stuff to arrive. It includes all of those things. So then they have to budget it all out. And frankly, a lot of times it's not ten thousand. It's like five thousand. Correct. And it's uh it doesn't cover a lot of things. So that's why they end up going with the cheap mover and it turns into a terrible experience and you need this employee. Correct. Especially when they're relocating. There's There's been an agreement made where this employee, you believe in this employee to relocate them to a new market and the employee believes in this company to lead them in the right direction. And by neglecting that relocation process, whether it's the home buying, renting, um, you know, moving, all of the all of the variables that go into it, you're 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 putting a, a great risk at hand, right? And it could could screw it up before you even get started. And one of the other things that we do, um, which not every, not every moving company does, but we do, um, we every move has a dedicated move coordinator, right? Okay, so what the dedicated move coordinator does is. They are with the customer every step of the way. Mm-hmm. They they are not it's you're not they're not talking to a computer. They're talking to a real person that's available to them whenever they need anything, all the time to make sure that their move goes smoothly. Where's my truck? When is it going to be there? I have a question about packing this. Whatever it is, my you know what do I do about my animals? Anything that is going to happen throughout that process is handled by your move coordinator. Right, and then that is very important too. And and. 
I feel like move coordinators are very common practice in this industry, but I guess when you're talking about these second tier, yeah, second tier and smaller like moving companies, it's it's not common. And here's the other thing, Jack. You could have a move coordinator or you could have a real dedicated move coordinator. Right. There's a big difference. Yeah. And our coordinators are I am no one can prove me other, otherwise. I'm telling you, we have the best trained coordinators in the industry. Yeah. And I'm talking Malloy and Sorensen and even advanced. Yeah. Our our coordinators, they know their stuff. They're experienced. They've seen everything. They know how to solve a problem. Right. And a, a MOOC coordinator is a very special person. I'll tell you why. You're not kidding. You mentioned before about the stress of moving. And, and this is, you've heard this a million times, Jack, I'm sure, but maybe people on this podcast haven't. Death, divorce, and moving, yep. three most stressful things in life, yep. right? Moving is up there. Even the most normal, calm, sane people can lose, lose their shit yeah. in the move process. Um, they, they get really stressed, really upset, really emotional. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Our job, I'm a, by the way, I'm a psychology major, as, as, um, and, and our move quarters know how to talk to them, know how to deal with them, know how to help them through this process. Right. They're, part, they're part-time therapists. Or, you know, I would say more than, more than part-time. Right, it's yeah. so much, having, a, having a, a, calm, a calming voice in the other, on the other end of the phone really changes. It's, it's kind of funny. Two, two of my move, move coordinators on my team are both Southern. Um, that's nice. One is actually grew up in Georgia, lives in North Carolina, and the other one is from Tennessee, right? Those two, the Southern accent to a New Yorker is is somewhat calming. You know, it's it's very much more Southern than the Long Island accent. I got like, what do you want? What do you want? Don't worry, honey, we got this. And Jack, I'm telling you, there's something to be said about that. Hats off to move coordinators, by the way. Yeah, they do a great they job. Love them to death. You know, I take a bullet for them. They they're just they're great. Yeah. And, and to our movers as well, you know, just, I can't thank everyone enough. It is. And that's something we've talked about many of times. And it's true, uh, as far as the group that we have at the advanced group and the family of companies, a part of it, it's just a great structure in place and, and everybody is, is bought in. Um, and it, and it works out very well. I wanted to get back to, to the RMCs though. Yep. Do we, what does that structure look like? Because they really came in about 10 years ago mm-hmm. and, and shifted the, the power of corporate relocation. Correct. Um, and I've never got the chance to really talk about it or analyze it with anybody, but I guess this is the best time. Mm-hmm. How has that you know, changed the way companies evaluate their, their relocation packages and, and who they work with? And how can we now capitalize on it with our acquisition of Sorensen? So that's a kind of a go-to question. There's a lot of answers. Um, a lot of it depends on the size of the corporation, mm-hmm. right? If if you're a huge corporation, Fortune 500 company, yeah, it's very different. You know, you know the, the biggest the biggest consumer and movers is the U.S. the U.S. government, the military, Court, yeah, um, which is is kind of like an RMC in itself, right? But the RMC, if a company has an RMC in place. The RMC is using the right type of movers. Uh, that's what I was going to get at next. Sorry to cut you off. Would well, they use us? They would absolutely use us. Okay. They would absolutely use us. And and the contract is then with our corporate, with Unigroup, which is, once again, uh, owns the Mayflower brand. 
Um, so the contract is with Unigroup, and it was backed by Unigroup. It's with us and backed by Unigroup. So that we we are we are held to the contract 100%. If anything were to go wrong, you know, Unigroup is, is back in the whole thing. And not that anything ever goes wrong, but, you know, it's 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 the world we live in. Right. Um, so, it, so if a company has an RMC and they're working directly with an RMC, then the RMC will hire a company like us. That's one way to do it. The other way is is if you if you're a company that's looking for a moving company and let's say you come to me and you know you know you're Jack Mazeka Incorporated and you have fifty moves and you come to me and say, Hey Steven, how do I how do I do the move? And then I may say, Hey Jack, listen, we could do the move ourselves, you know, one by one, or we could set you up with a contract, a national account and if you'd like, I can introduce you to an RMC who can be part of this whole thing and can offer some additional services. Why don't we create our own RMC? Um, so some agents have RMCs. Um, it's something that it could be in the future. I mean, all you're really getting at is the mover, which we are. Yep. And then you need like a broker um, in these different markets, whether you're working with a national chain or, or local, you know. It's funny you should say that. We actually have another program. Through through Mayflower, we have a program where we can find a broker in any market uh, for for homes, a, a, a reputable real estate broker to find you a home, and you get cash back. Right. So if you were to if you were to come to me and and are interested in in moving and you're going you're going to Nashville, Tennessee. I don't know. Why I just came up with that because I just got back from Nashville. It was a nice place. Great place. Yeah. Um, and are looking for a realtor and don't know anyone there. I can um, I can hook you up with a real with a realtor and you get at, and I forgot the percentage off the top of my head but it's it's a significant amount of money a percentage back on the cost of the home that you get back in your pocket as cash yeah see um, so you're saving money there so yeah so I mean we, we you know what I mean we we could act as the RMC but and I think that could that could be in the cards in the future um, you know at, at this point you know, we got big fish to fry. We so, do. That's right. You know, yeah. And, and, and really I mean, exciting times. I, what, as a consultant, you know, and yep. that's the way I view myself. As, as I, do I. I. Right. Exactly. A relocation consultant. Yep. You always look for as many uh, resources for your client as possible. So, like, that's just one more. That's good to know. Mm -hmm. um, I've been so focused on just growing, like, the office moving, you know, in, 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 the, in the environment that we're in right now isn't exactly... Um, you know, pro like moving a lot right now. Yeah. I mean, people are just more stationary than they've they've been in a long time. Right. Uh, so I've just been you know focused on putting my head down and and, and finding these opportunities in, in commercial office work. But with that being said, I would love to do the corporate stuff. Um, that's like I would I, love you to do. That. Yeah, no, you know you would. So that's you know that's something down the road uh, that I'd love to get back into and do that for companies because again, what it allows me to do is just help more people and not me, us to do. It, it it allows us to help more people and, you know, make sure they're taken care of and all of the great things that you mentioned today become available to them through their move process. And the the thing about the move, and, and you know this, every move is different. You know, even if it is a one bedroom apartment, you know, the people are different, the assets that are moving are different. So it needs to be handled with care as an individual. Correct. And accountability and one right. of the things right. about what you're talking about is on a national account, um, we're accountable to the company, to the RMC. We can't mess up. Right. We're, we're not allowed to. Right. Right. We have to have the best crews, mm -hmm. the best labor, the best timing for delivery. 
everything has to be perfect. If we're not perfect, guess what? One and done, baby. Yep, that's that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. It's a short leash in this industry. Yep. That's why I like it too, because you just got to step up and get it done. And you know, once you do, you're you're on top of the hill. Yep. You talked about resources, right? Um, one of the things that we are we are pretty obsessed with is helping a consumer with all necessary resources. Right. So everyone's needs are very different, right? Some consumers want a full pack. They yep. want us to pack everything. Some consumers want us to hang their TVs on the wall, right? Some consumers want us to take away the empty box. Right, all sorts of stuff. You name it. We will, if we don't have the resources in-house, we will get the resources for what they need. And important to know, we usually have these resources closely associated with us. If, if it's not in-house. You know, that's a thing. It's not like we're we're searching Google for these people. No, no, no. Yeah, no, we, we have, have them in our back pocket. And I mean, I, I you know, a perfect example is is wine, right? People are very into their wine collections. I have the best, and I vetted them myself, and I've used them a million times, the best wine mover in the country, meaning they're, they're through us. But I could store wine. Mm -hmm. I could pack wine. I could move wine. Now, my movers are the best movers in the industry. I don't want them to to pack wine, no. you know, pack a, a $600. Especially on Long Island, too. You know, a lot of people have that. And, yeah, you know, it can be uh, inventoried and, and all of those right. things. Yeah. And, and it's got to be it's got to be handled right. right. It's got to be stored right. I have wine people, right? Pianos. I, I mean, we move most pianos ourselves. But if you, ha if you have, you know, a first edition Steinway, you know, grand, parlor grand piano, we may we may want to use a, a specific piano of course, them. and that's for you to assess. Correct, you know, and give that advice as a consultant. Correct. So yeah, it's all very important and very good. But Stephen, I'm going to tell you, today is what today is May fifteenth, two thousand twenty three. Within three years' time, that's a long time too. I'm giving myself a long leash. We'll have a national relocation account. I'm saying it right now on the podcast. Hopefully many. Yeah, hopefully many by that. <laughs> At least one. No, I'm telling you now. All right, Jack. We'll, we're on it. Let's yeah. bring it. We'll do it together. All right. That's right. We will. We'll do it together. Thank you, for, thank you for coming on today. This was great. Very informative. Very awesome. fun. Good stuff. Uh, looking forward to the next time. All right? Excellent. Once we get that first national account, that's when we'll come on again. We'll talk about it. All right? I have to wait that long? Come on. No, it's not going to be that long. It'll be, it'll be sooner. I'm going to say two years. 2025. I like all the fives in a line there. Fair enough. It works out well. You got uh, it. Thank you, brother. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Looking forward to the next time. Thank you. How'd I do? Beautiful. Beautiful. That was